my healing is within myself. Mm. I feel like I've been depressed through this, you know, and I'm like, yo, I got to be present. Like I can um, relate to Flash. Like I get to be present with every day that I'm going through. Every day is different you gotta for me. Show, you got to show up for yourself every day, every day. Nobody's going to mm. do it for you. Real shit. Facts. 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 I was in a relationship, mm-hmm. moved in with the dude and everything. And very quickly learned. I think he made a comment to me like, oh, I know you want to stay because of all of this. I'm like, what is all of this? Because I came from owning my own shit. (laughs) You don't get it fucked up. up. (laughs) And I got to trust myself. Like, it's okay. You can, you know, let go of anything that you thought was your future and be present in the moment. If this is not right, don't hold on to it. Move on. The Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast is a roundtable formatted conversational podcast about any and everything. Six black queens and kings from New York City. Sharing our views on black lifestyle, culture, relationships, religion, and current events. Here at SR, we strive to give our listeners the real in a world of fake. Worldly professionals with class that also know how to switch it up. Now let's talk our wild shit. You are listening to the sounds of the Sophisticatedly Ratchet Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Today, I am moderating. My name is TJ. If you don't recognize my voice, my raspy voice right now, um, I do not have COVID. If you hear me cough, I have asthma and it's been fucking me up lately, um, but I ain't claiming it in the mighty name of Jesus. I am moderating today with my boy. <laughs> I am moderating today with my boy, Sly Boogie. What up, Sly? What's good, everybody? I just want to let you know if, we, if you cough, no one's going to assume that you had COVID. That's crazy shit. I wasn't thinking Everybody that. thinks you have COVID if you nah, cough now. N- nah. COVID. I be looking at people funny when they cough. I feel like since you just said it, now I'm going to be thinking about it. But I, I wouldn't have been thinking about that before. I feel like I used to be more self-conscious about coughing like five months ago, but I'm a little better with it now. Like people don't look okay. at me crazy anymore. The shit, you be fine, TJ. And I feel like COVID is so real. You can't really like fake assume or joke on that shit anymore. But anyway, what's good, everybody? Happy holidays. All right, so let's introduce everyone, I guess. Uh, the fuck boy, mm-hmm. we're going to do you first because you usually say you're last. You know what, what TJ? Up? Shake. You know what, TJ? How you going to start this bullshit? Okay, good morning, TJ. I'm here. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, good evening. Sa- what up, brother? What up, brother? Who else is next? Let's get Flash the Philosopher. Yeah, what's good? It's, it's Flash the Philosopher. Peace, peace. What up, King? We got the Spew God from Southside. We used to be from Southside. Can I say the drip drip? drip. Please, please say the drip drip. 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 I appreciate that. I know. Peace, I did the peace, body peace, roll peace, and everything. Yeah, it was good. It's good, brother. Chip Boy Mash, aka we got, got Drip Drip. We did say the best for last. Uh, wet dreams with a Z, putting these bitches to sleep. What's good, Mo? <laughs> What's up, y'all? What's up? How y'all doing? She be putting niggas to sleep too. She going by the porn name today. You know they haven't heard the porn episode yet, right? Putting, putting niggas I just like to it. sleep. I forgot it. I but that's what it is. All right. They haven't heard the porn episode yet. Yeah, word. Y'all got to look for the porn episode out, but you know we ain't. Uh, uh. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Y'all got to really stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm hungry. What are we talking about? Okay, yeah. so we're doing a really cool episode. Um, it's towards the end of the year, 2020. And we decided to do a recap episode, an appreciation episode, all rolled into one at the end of the year. This year was definitely a rough one. Many people have said to cancel 2020. And I think we've had some highs and lows. Would you guys agree with that? Like, I, I definitely agree with that. It was like a South Catch kid, right? Yeah, definitely. A lot of highs and lows. Yeah, I've seen the South Bay commercial. Yes, definitely agree. 
And that sour was like really sour, like bad sour. Yeah, it got (laughs) nasty sour. Your face screwed up. But then when it was sweet, it was sweet. So he endured a lot. A global pandemic. What was that? I said, I don't know when that sweet part was, but okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on some of our sweet parts then. We'll, we'll touch on it. Okay. Um, so we obviously endured a global pandemic. It hit New York City really hard. Obviously, we are from New York City. There was like over 800 deaths a day in New York City. A lot of us know some people mm-hmm. that were affected by it. And we're going to go into detail on that if we um, with some of our questions. But that was one of the things that hit us. And now we have a vaccine for it. You know, people are taking the vaccine. Just quick hands. Who, who plans to take this vaccine? That's a big, a big no for me on that one, big dog. That's going to be a no for so me. So nobody put their hands up and Mash is saying no. I'm not anti-vax. It's something that I, I do believe in because I believe in science. And it's something uh-huh. that I would do once I seem like the proof is there that it's not really affecting anybody on like a large scale. So I would do it. I need to see way more people taking it in the after effects. But what I, because I all want us to be real right now. One of the things that I think that they're definitely going to do to which is why I said we can sit here and say, no, we're not taking that vaccine. But when they say, oh, in order for you to travel, you must take that vaccine. Everybody's going to be jumping right. up, taking the vaccine. You know, t- I'm just saying, taking the vaccine. So absolutely um, not. I, for right now, I'm good. I, I want to see more of what it can do. I actually just, and I'm just going to touch on this, is actually one of the scientists who very well went into the vaccine and basically said, um, you know, a lot of people's thinking that this was done very quickly. She said this was not done very quickly. She said, we've been doing this since the initial onset of SARS came out. There were particular questions asked in regards to, is there any fetus in the vaccine? Is there any um, metals and any of that stuff in the vaccine? And she, gave a, break, she, gave, a, yeah, she gave a breakdown of all of that. And none of that is in the vaccine. Matter of fact, mm-hmm. um, you have to use the vaccine. You have to refrigerate it once it's, once it's, um, there's no um, preservatives in the vaccine, as she stated. Um, so once it's used, that's it, it. It throws away. But like I said, I'm still learning. I'm not jumping up to right. say I'm taking it, but I'm still mm-hmm. being educated on it. So I just wanted to touch on that. I feel like that's the onus that everybody got to do on their own part. It's like, mm-hmm. don't just... Listen to what everybody's telling you. Like, do, yeah, do your own research, do your own footwork from to a see, credible like, source. Correct. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of, especially in this age, there's a lot of misinformation with a lot of things. Everybody sees a video or a meme and they automatically assume whatever. They, they put out the, the video of the, the lady that fainted or something like that because she got the shot. And everybody assumed like, oh, it was it was a shot that made her pass out. But, if you, you know, if you read into her history or whatnot, then you understand like, no, it's, that's not the case. So it just depends. Like I said, just do your research. Right. You have to listen to the narrative. Absolutely. The reality is that corona, like coronavirus is still active regardless if there's a vaccine or not. So you still got to you right. know, protect yourself. So that does require you just being more informed. So, yeah, we do wish everybody just does that. Keep keep informed and keep well and healthy. Yeah. At the end of the day, I want the vaccine to work. If it works, then it's going to be better for the nation as a whole. Facts. Okay. I only mentioned that because I work at the hospital and it's available. I know a lot of my nurses have already taken it and they're excited mm-hmm. about it. So, yeah, I mean... To each his own. And like you guys said, be educated. All right. So that was one thing. Sorry, we got off on a tangent, but that's okay. That's what we do here. And our listeners know us already. And if you don't know us, pull up a chair and get into it. Another thing that really affected us this year was the racial injustice. I feel like it reached a new peak and I felt like a new sense of unity in our community. We could touch on it really quickly. But I mean, this was like the first year that I ever protested. I've never done that ever in my life. And I had a blast doing it. I was with my my best friend, my mom and her friends. And I felt unity. I celebrated Juneteenth in a in a different way. Like I've heard about the, that celebration. I've heard about it before. But this year I owned it and it was like, fuck Fourth of July. What about you guys? Did you feel like there was a more sense, uh, there was a, a greater sense of unity in the community with this racial injustice with the George Floyd and Breonna Taylor and we just had enough in the community. Yeah, I think that there was a big a big shift or big um big interest in as a collective in, in our struggle. Like I feel like because COVID everybody inside of the crib, like you were forced to watch. 
You know, mm-hmm. like you had to, yes. you couldn't turn a blind eye. Everybody to what was going saw it. On. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't like you know people could play dumb. Like everybody yeah. could see what happened. And if you didn't speak up about it, it, was like you know your absence of saying anything speaks louder than any than anything you could ever say. You you have nothing to say. And that's why I really like the NBA. You know, the NBA took initiative yes. to I love how they do step that. forward and give the voice to the to the voiceless. You know, and putting mm-hmm. their names on the back of the jerseys. I thought that was really dope by the NBA for the NBA to do that. But um. A lot of yeah. companies have been doing that. Dove has a, a uh, like, is it Dove? I think it's Dove where they're like, you know, I am a black man and I love black women. Do you do not need to be afraid of me? Have you seen that? Where they're just trying to like take the fear I away. I'd love to see that though. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's Dove, but there is a campaign that is supporting black men. Like, don't be afraid of me. Like there's, I, I am a father. I am a brother, you know, like for the black men. And because mm. a lot of people are scared of black men. That's dope. I'm inspired by the fact that America is continually now, right now, we're trying to stay in a continuous thing, but we're trying to continually bring the black struggle to the forefront of the conversation. I feel like the separation between black and brown people are, is necessary. And I'm happy that we have distinguished the difference this year. That's what I'm I'm most proud of this year. I was also delighted to see the police getting their asses whipped in the street. That mm. shit delighted Aww. me this year. Like that was <laughs> so like Preach, some of the Preach ass whoopings that I saw out there Preach in the Bronx. King. That shit mm-hmm. was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta be in the Bronx though? Yeah. You, you sure you didn't see that shit in Queens? Queensbridge? <laughs> Why you gotta say the Bronx? No, no, it felt good not, to see not, the shoe on the other foot. Not that we glorify police violence or anything of that nature. Yo, Shake, hearing yeah. you say that makes me feel like we need to take a moment to to shout out all the looters. All the looters who went in and did their thing this year, they went Actually, about their business and they did what nah, they had I to do. I disagree. I don't condone that either. Like, listen, listen, it took listen, away listen, from listen, what we were doing whole, when we were protesting. Listen. listen they looted listen, our community and people who support it, our community. Let them speak. Let them speak. Go ahead. Go ahead. Finish. They took it. They took it to another level when they went to Canal Street. When I seen my niggas going to Canal Street and they was busting this shit in Fifth Ave, I mean like the top, top, top line, like designer Montclair running in there getting their shit. I was like, Chanel, oh, we Canal Street, what level. you mean? You mean Fifth, we not Fifth just breaking Ave? Into, what? No, I'm talking about Soho. I'm no, talking Soho. about, oh, okay. I'm talking about yeah. downtown, like with Diamond District. I mean, with looting, where the looting was like, okay, you're not, you're not fucking up your own community. You actually trying to get some. I, that's a whole nother level this year. I ain't never seen no shit like that. Once that yeah, shit that, popped. That was organized, crowd. That was very organized, very strategic. It's different. This is different. So that type of unity in the black community, yeah, right. yeah, it's different now. Let me know where I can get some diamonds from. I, like I do, I see like both sides. Like I, I don't like. Obviously, there's certain businesses that shouldn't have got looted and all that. Obviously, there's some negative consequences, but I do understand why people are looting. And it's like I kind of side with that. Like the energy behind it, we understand exactly. what caused it, and it's like I get it. You know that anger, or whatever. I'm not saying that all loot. I'm not trying to make a case for all loot and being justified, but there were certain instances where it's like I get it why certain businesses were tarnished, why police stations were kind of stormed in. It's like, Facts. like Facts. if you saw the video, mm-hmm. you see how like it's it's very emotional and it can right. react, and it, it mm-hmm. can generate that kind of feeling from someone. But anyway, I'm with you 100. Don't yeah. get too much on the tangent on that, but uh, yeah. yeah, I would say that I disagree with that, and I know Mo does too because I felt like <laughs> when we were protesting and people were looting, they they saw us, us as looters, and we were like, that's not us. We are peacefully protesting. Right. Mm-hmm. We are not a part of the looters that are doing these crimes. Mm-hmm. And and I know that what you said was kind of like a jokey joke or whatever. Like we do, I, I do not condone like looting when we're doing something serious to protest for people that lost their lives unjustly. Of course. 
I get what Manch is saying in regards to not it occurring in our community, like downtown and Soho, whatever. Some of us, you know, some people in the Bronx, and what they was doing too is it was a lot of looting in the Bronx, and half of the people that was looting wasn't even from the Bronx. Mm-hmm. Like they were from Brooklyn, but you were coming into, but and they were. She telling no, people, no, she's telling they're not even from the Bronx. Represent, represent your like hood. The looting is widespread though, Mo. Like everybody was looting from from p- police. No, I want to be clear because it was a mm-hmm. video on it, and the person said in the video they were from Brooklyn. You understand what I'm saying? So my thing like like everybody coming into was our area, no like even like no, I'm talking about. I understand that. that. I'm just talking about a particular looting that I saw. I'm not mm. saying that. I'm just saying, but these. Are, I'm just talking about a particular video that I saw and a particular incident where people were coming into different communities to loot, right? On Fordham Road, I remember that in the Bronx. So people, I'm, and I'm saying mm-hmm. that based off the video that I saw, that person was from Brooklyn, but yet you were coming into the Bronx to do these particular things. And I'm saying I believe everybody was looting. I'm just speaking about this specific incident. That's, That's what I had an issue with. Like, don't come into my community because I am from the Bronx and do this. And you're not even from here. That I agree with you. I'm talking about that specific. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm talking about that specific incident. So that in regards to the looting, I'm not from here. You're not from here, but yet you're coming into my community and doing these things and having people think that these are people from my community. No. I, did, I disagreed with that. So that's why I said I want to be clear. Yeah. I'm talking about Mo- that particular incident. Most of them were from the Bronx. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. What? Okay. I'm talking when, about my particular incident. I mean, when I'm they, glad that that's behind us, though. I, like, hopefully we never have an incident like that that even sparks that kind of reaction again. <laughs> they caught that one nigga from Brooklyn and shit. That one <laughs> nigga from Brooklyn. <laughs> she put the whole shit on Brooklyn. <laughs> 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 I mean, the looting shit was suspect because everybody was just doing dumb shit. No, but in other, even in other states, right? In other states, they were even saying, like, we are peacefully protesting. Anybody doing any foolishness, you know, they were saying, like, there were loads of pallets of bricks. Like, who's planting bricks on our route? Like, we are not here trying to do anything with rage. We are peacefully protesting. And so Mm -hmm. that took away from it because guess what they were airing? Oh, these are angry black people, you know, looting and, you know, destroying and whatever. They boarded Mm -hmm. up places. I mean, we've been peacefully protesting for years. This is like this reaction right. is what really like generate a little bit more change than usual like that aggression like if, if we would have yeah. just been protesting and there was no looting I don't think we would have got the reaction that we've gotten this year no disrespect facts I feel like part of me understands that like I don't necessarily agree with like the anarchy that we see when it comes to you know the, but the it was necessary not. it was necessary right, but, I do, but, but I do believe that part of that is necessary because if you don't see these things kind of like in your face, then it's not. It's it. even the common sense of it. You can't just murder someone like that and just nothing happens. Like that was really the message. Like you can't just. I agree. People are tired of seeing that. That was anger. That was the anger projected out. That's what it was. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I mean, that's what protesting does. Pro- protesting is supposed to gain awareness. So right. if I can't get you to get awareness through protesting, I got to break your shit and steal from you. Then this is going to get your attention. We, I have to send a message. If pro- like Kaepernick bent the knee, that did nothing. Right. Like yeah. we all nothing. seen that. You nothing. know what I mean? So now you're going to murder us again. Like we're not going to do the same thing. That's insanity. I, I, I completely understand the, the looting. Not that I agree with it, but I get it. I completely get it. But anyway, we're going to touch on this a little bit more because we have like specific questions for our talking points re- related to like racial injustice and how it impacted you. Is that okay, Shay? I mean, Flash, because it looked like you wanted to say something. Nah, nah, go ahead, beloved. It's fine. We still doing the intro. I know. Yeah. All right. Now it's a recap. This is what it's for. This is good stuff. It is the, it is oh, the recap. Yeah. This is how we doing it. Um, so we talked about, yes, you know, the global pandemic, racial injustice. Also, we had some really unexpected deaths of celebrities and people that we know, like not just COVID, but people that just died unexpectedly that we were, you know, like expecting, oh, well, obviously unexpectedly. Yeah. And we're going to touch on that too. Like, um, and we'll, we'll list the names because it was a really trying year. I'm going to just say that Kobe death was king to me. It was the first. Crazy. And, 
Yeah, like him and his child, like crazy in a air, in a helicopter was really crazy. But we're gonna go into that. Um, and another thing is, we all had to deal with the I don't know I don't know what to call him the orange man, the commander in chief, forty five. You know, he did a lot of foolishness this year, and of course, it would have it would happen that we have like racial injustice and a global pandemic while he's in office. But good news is that we now have another amazing black history. We are going to have our next president and next vice president. Okay. Yes. The next president is Democrat or whatever, Joe Biden, but I'm more excited about having our first African-American woman vice president. Like I'm really excited about that. And she's also of Jamaican heritage or Caribbean heritage. So um, that's a big deal. So going from Trump's foolishness to that, it's like I said, like it's a sour patch freaking year. Like, and then we said cancel 2020, but a lot of people did some really cool things like sophisticatedly ratchet. We were born in September of 2020. Um, I'm really excited for we, we, us. We, right? before this, we were. I feel like we showed the world our baby in September. We were born before 2020, but we launched in 2020. We definitely need to do a history. That's right. You're right. So, First. so what that yeah. how, would, how would we do that in like comparison to our humans? You said what? Okay, you went really deep just now. Please explain to the viewers that you just smoked and now you want to explain what that means. When do we conceive? What was conception? Oh, okay, that's where you're going with it? I can't. I feel like we was born technically... September 9th, <laughs> whatever day that was. We was conceived. No, no, it was, was October. Was October is we did the first taping in my house. It was October 2019. First taping yeah. was in my house. We had our meeting oh, and we yeah, said, what, right, right. What is, what's going to be yeah, our, right. our mission? I said, I said we were born October 2019, but we launched in 2020. Yeah, I feel like 2020 is when we showed the world that we could walk. We was already alive before that. 2020 is when we, everybody could saw like, yo, we could walk. Swiss Daily Ratchet. That's how I felt. The day of the conception see. was the day you showed up at TJ's birthday party with your, with your notepad and nobody wanted to talk Word. about the podcast that you wanted yeah. to talk about. Yeah. My birthday? Was, what was birthday? Yeah. 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 He showed up. This nigga Matt showed up crib, with a pen and pad. And he said he wanted to talk about nobody the podcast. To talk about it. We we were doing so much ratchet shit that nobody paid him any. We mind. had to go to a fet after. Hell we yeah! Play hide and go seek in your house. Was that the first time oh, I played hide and go was... seek with y'all? No, no, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. That wasn't a day. That wasn't a day. I'm talking about the dinner she had, and then oh, we went you, to a party yeah, after. Yeah, 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 you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the day of conception of yeah. the podcast because we was like, we're going to take this seriously. Right. I don't remember that. I don't remember that. But okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't remember because nigga was, was really so hurt. Hurt. He was he was oh, hurt. Sorry, he was really Nash. drunk. Nah, I'm sorry. Good. I my notebook on the, on the no, table. He didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> I was just joking on him after the fact, and he was hurt. Yeah, I was laughing at him too. <laughs> All right, now, let's get back to that. On the table the whole dinner. Nah, nah. Like, look, I'm gonna tell you why I was hurt. I was hurt because I knew we would be this. I was like, damn, yeah. we slowing down greatness because I knew we was going to be like, y'all. I right definitely now. don't remember that at all. I don't know. remembers everything. Yeah. No, we didn't have that. Y'all, okay. y'all was drunk okay, and twerking. Y'all was drunk and twerking. Y'all were drunk and y'all were twerking. That's appropriate. There was a that's lot of right. twerking going on last year. <laughs> that was not right, guys. That was nice. Y'all didn't care about his feelings. Fuck his feelings. That's how you feel. Y'all didn't care about that. All right, you see we can get sidetracked, so let's get back to focus. So, yes, we started our podcast. A lot of people were taking advantage of the trading market. You know, a lot of people that never traded before. A lot of stocks went down when the pandemic happened. A lot of people are making a lot of money. And we're just learning how to create generational wealth. And everyone just wants to be an entrepreneur because we're seeing that that's where the money's at. A lot of people are starting new businesses. Shout out to you. We plan to have some new episodes coming up where we're promoting all of our black businesses. We're also noticing that when the whole pandemic happened, like a lot of people decided to start all over and it's okay to start all over. It's all right to start something new. And um, I think that's all I have for the intro. Yeah. A lot of people mm-hmm. lost money. So, right. you know, we also think about doing episodes that talk about bringing people up because it's, it's not all ups, ups for everybody. A lot of people lost money. A lot of people struggling to find jobs, et cetera. So you know, hopefully that that changes for you for the better going forward. And, you know, you find a way to navigate through that. But yeah. 
Facts. Okay, so we're going to get to some talking points for our recap episode. And I want to ask maybe like five questions. So what was the most important lesson that you've learned this year? What specifically have you learned about yourself as well? So who wants to go first? Philosopher, are you feeling well, philosophic? I, oh, okay, sorry. Fuckboy has something to say. Oh, wait, um, wow. Okay, go ahead, Mo. Or, um, or the queen. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Bestie. Let the, let the queen I'm, go. Go ahead, queen. <laughs> Ladies, thank you. Ladies I mean, what first. I've learned this year is that um, while we always know health is important, but health is very important. Like just seeing with the whole mm-hmm. pandemic going on, you know, that really made me look into things like, wow, you know, even with taking like these vitamins, like vitamin C, vitamin D, things like that, that that's good for our body. But also what I learned this year is that you definitely got to have a backup plan. By the grace of God, I'm still able to have my job. A lot of people lost their jobs. You know what I mean? And was in a financial yeah. situation. Um, another thing for me that, that mm-hmm. another thing that I'm grateful for is that I own property because even in this pandemic, you know, I was able to refinance and still be good and still, you know, do certain yeah, do certain, you know, changes in my house and everything like that. And like I said, so it's always good to have a backup plan. And I think for me, one thing that I learned is that I definitely need to, which we're doing now, to also find another area to monetize. Because at any given point, as we've seen, like your job can just stop or can be taken away from you. So it just really opened my eyes. You know, it's money to be made out there. So I need to start being creative mm-hmm. and really thinking about ways to have another influx of money coming in. Okay. Yeah. I feel you. Yo, <laughs> The question, the question was one thing you learned, and Mo just put out like five things. She just took everybody's sure shit, and that's okay. Anyhow, I that's okay. okay. I did a rant. Learned a lot. Okay. Mo learned a lot. Yeah, she I learned, learned a lot. lot. She learned a lot. Sure. I learned a lot. Yo, Hell. so, yo, so I'm, I'm, me personally, I learned how fragile this thing we have is. Okay, this thing we have, um, this economy that we have that we thought was so great and so so strong, this strong economy we have. I, I realized this pandemic just tore that whole shit apart. And I can see how easily we can we can descend into chaos. We have to figure out how to do the basic things. We need to learn how to do things like like farm, like um, like um. You need you need to know how to make a fire. Like you need to have like basic things. Basic like skill set. you need to know basic things to survive because you never know. Like this shit could fall apart at any moment. And this this right here is the mindset that we need to have because this wasn't. This is just a pandemic. I mean, imagine that it was something worse than this. Like yeah. it could have. It could have been worse. Let's just say that it could have been worse. And I've always felt so secure as um as an American. I felt secure because I never thought that this could fall apart, but it can. It kind of has me scared, but it also it gives me a new mindset and it, it makes me think more about how I would survive if this thing was a fall apart. Did you learn how to make a fire? How about that? Did you actually put that skill together? No, I'm still I'm still learning all that stuff. And well, you I, better hurry I'm, up, I'm still learning all that stuff. Hurry up, motherfucker. All right. Don't put my man on blast. <laughs> what yeah. Yo, you're shake, you're shake. No bullshit. I like that. That's a I that's knew a, you would like that. Good, um, that's a good stance. My question is, what skill set would you feel like you feel would be the most important to learn first for yourself? Bro, I think the most important to learn would be farming. I feel like the number one thing would be you have to learn how to sustain. You need to learn how to feed yourself without right. supermarkets. And mm-hmm. you also need to learn how to wipe your ass without toilet paper. Like, we That's need to figure out the situation. Facts, <laughs> you gotta so make your own. We gotta make your own. Wash your ass. How about that? Just wash your ass. Nasty. Wash your ass every time, right? Niggas is nasty. I wash my ass every time. You know, not to like harp on what Mo said, but I do feel like. But what I've learned is that, you know, you're responsible for yourself in terms of, of, of everything when you think about it, you know. Big facts. No shade to the government, mm-hmm. I, you know, president, but I feel like with the pandemic and how the government kind of responded to it and even how businesses respond to it, I don't think n- no one's prepared for it. And it's like, 
you know, you see people losing their jobs and all that. And it's like through no, no fault yeah. of their own. It's like people's lives are just turned upside down. And that just kind of mm-hmm. made me think about how it's just on yourself to kind of put, make yourself, make sure that you're not in that position ever again, you know, because right. if you can't rely on your job, can't rely on the government, can't rely on the president like that. It's been shown. It's been made clear to us. So that's just something that sticks with me going forward. Mm-hmm. I agree with you a hundred percent. Preparation is really important, especially this, this showed us how important preparation was like, if you ain't had no money saved or you ain't have no backup plan, like this pulled all your fucking cards out. COVID brought your shit out to the forefront, mm-hmm. you know, and that little bullshit ass check that they sent out was trash. That check they sent out was doodle juice. I don't even know why they even bothered giving that shit out. <laughs> I do feel like, I, I, do, I do appreciate that. though. I ain't gonna lie. That, that was something. Bro, doodle juice, bro. <laughs> if you look at the statistics of what other countries get, just up unemployment alone, you'd be no, mad. I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, that it's a God sent from heaven. I'm saying that it's better than nothing. All right, fair. It's better than nothing, but I also think it's bugged out how we come up with like four hundred billion dollars to bail out the airline country, but we ain't got. I mean, the industry, but we ain't got no money for reparations. Like shit, like that blows my. They they could have done better. That's that, that. I think that goes without saying. Yeah, like we ain't got no money, but we pop up with forty four hundred billion dollars. Or the restaurant industry, and it went to a whole bunch of big companies. Four hundred billion. They care about their corporations. That's that's one thing. So they care about their bottom line more than anything. Well, I know New right. York. They're using us to build back New York. I'm gonna tell you that. You said you said they building back New York. No, I said they're using the working people <laughs> to build back New York. I'm telling you that. Because I'm going to that, no. Oh, well, I'm gonna, I'll break it down. Like in my agency, well, basically in New York right now, every manager, so whether with whatever agency you work at, fur- you have to furlough for five days, right? So let's just say, mm-hmm. so, I'm on, so I'm getting furloughed for five days. So, it's, so one day I'm not getting paid at all, right? But they're doing mm-hmm. that to every manager in, in New York City. So let's just say it's, I'm just using a rough finger. Let's say it's 200 managers that work in my agency. And one day is $400. So you time that by five, that's $2,000 times 200. You know how much money they're getting, that they're getting back for that? And they're supposed to put mm-hmm. back into the saving. city? Saving. Right. Sa- exactly. Mm-hmm. Saving. Thank you, Shay. How much money they're saving. So it's like, you know, uh, while we're still grateful, we still kind of get a shitty end of the stick at the end of the day, too. So You think about how long it's going to last, too, because it ain't going, I think that we're going to be dealing with this for at least a year. Right. I know for us, it's up until March. So by March, you have to do your five days. I so. mean, Matt, mm-hmm. like we talked about before, Mash was talking about, we were talking about tax revenue in the city. Like the city is not getting a lot of tax revenue because people aren't working. So mm-hmm. all the revenue that they'd be making from people working and them taxing them, they'd be making right now, but they're not getting that. So they have gotcha. to, they have to try to save somewhere. They yep. do have to try to save. Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, businesses have been booming in certain areas. You think that, I don't know, hopefully there'd be a way to balance that out because people have been spending. Right. Some businesses, not all businesses. You got, I want to hear what uh, have you personally learned? Oh, no, go ahead, Flash. Oh, I, I guess I'll go with mine. Um, you know, as y'all know, I've been doing my whole little, uh, I keep saying little, match going something. It's not little. little. It's <laughs> not little, bro. There you go. But um, yeah, I did, you know, I'm doing my career change as far as, you know, going into software. And a lot of things for me had to change with my mindset and my approach for even wanting to do something like leave the jobs that I had, which I was getting paid pretty good money at to to want to restart something up with myself or, you know, kind of rebrand myself and, and do something new, go out and be adventurous about my goals or whatnot. And I think it's tough starting over. Yeah, so like the, one of the lessons I learned for me is do what you can with what you have, where you are. That's like something that kind of helped me to transform everything that I've been doing. I feel like everyone is always talking about like things you want to do in the future. And when I think about it, it's like, I feel like what it comes down to is what are you doing today or what are you doing tomorrow? Be present. Yeah. I had to, yeah. I had to like constantly tell them and ask myself the question, like how much of the life that I'm trying to pursue is aligned with the practices that I'm putting in today. So that's something that, um, kind of was like one of my, my big lessons for the year. Um, and as far as like, what, what 
I was going to say also one thing I learned about myself, even through like this whole process and me just doing new things, rediscovering the things I like. Um, I learned that um, I can change how I feel about my fears. That, that's like a big thing that kind of resonated with me within like the last couple of years too, like making that jump to certain things. I feel like I could change how I feel about my fears. So it's like, instead of saying like, why am I scared of X, Y, or Z? I think a better question that I try to ask myself is what scenario am I playing through in my head that keeps the fear in control of the actions that I'm, you know, that I'm taking. And this is actually why I was saying, like, I wanted to do an episode on fear and I'm just speaking it into existence or whatnot. Yeah, but like one of the, deep. one of the books that I'm, yeah, one of the books that I'm reading right now, which is helping me like even like put that into perspective and challenge that that ideology of thought is um it's a, it's a book called um the places that scare you it's by pima i'm, I'm gonna pronounce the name wrong but it's by pima chaldron or pema chaldron whatever the, the guy's name is but um like i said it makes me challenge what i know about fear i feel like a lot of the times we can we're able to feed our fears faster than we can cope with them so mm. it's, it's like you you're automatically going to stop yourself from doing certain things if you just you know, feeding it a certain type of energy, like you're never going to pursue different things. So um, that's one thing I learned about myself. You know, that's a I, mean, good one. I, I appreciate it, Flash. I, I love it. I mean, definitely just put us on blast. So now we got to do this appreciate this episode on fear. Now that you just put it out there like that. Absolutely. So absolutely. I mean, drop that book, too. We'll, we'll put it in the link. No yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll put, yeah, put it in the show. Yo, you know what else I learned? I learned that motherfuckers, when I start shit with motherfuckers, um, <laughs> Oh, I'm gonna talk about some bullshit. He definitely Hurry up. Make it quick. Make it quick. The motherfuckers <laughs> don't care about shit unless it's on the fucking news, okay? If it's not in the news cycle, they Who's don't give a fuck. Though? I'm be Who's a motherfucker? Who, who, who are you referring everybody. to? A lot of people. A lot of people, okay? Yo, in August, when they stopped covering Corona, when they really stopped putting Corona on the forefront, like people stopped caring about the shit. Like people was like, huh, that's nothing. People thought it was done. Yeah. We thought we were gonna be able to enjoy our summer. Yeah. I had one kid tell me, Oh, we passed that already. Like, oh, isn't that done already? I was like, No, nigga. Like, yo, people It's still out there, yeah. If if it's not on the forefront of the news cycle, people don't think it's important. But like we have to really look into the news ourselves and see what's going on in our community. Like sometimes you may not be able to see it on the fucking Fox Five news, but you need to act well. Nobody watches Fox Five's here, but you know, Channel Seven News. But you know what, Shake? Ignorance is bliss. That shit had us in the house, depressed, beating up on each other in the house. You know, like, I don't nobody want to talk about coronavirus. We want to enjoy the fucking summer. You know, we're going to talk about the summer in a little bit, but I think that's also what I think people were going through. All right. So, Mesh, what about you? What did you learn this year? Because you haven't shared your stuff yet. I learned a lot this year. I learned okay. that. Um, Actually, I think you I think you did speak on that, bro. Yeah, no, he no did speak. Oh. I thought he spoke he over did. what Shake no, said. No, Boogie was talking. No, no, he, he spoke over what Shake said. He spoke over what Boogie said. What Boogie said. Oh, okay. Hmm. So y'all want me to share my shit? So just tell me right now. So just tell me to share Let me shut up. I ain't going to say that. I ain't going to say that. Nah, you can do that. Go ahead, brother. If you got something, go ahead, Ken. Go ahead. I think the listeners want to hear this few guy spill his spew and drip it, drip it. So just go ahead and drip it. I don't want him dripping <laughs> on me, nigga. Get it wop. Get it wop. Everybody, everybody going to try to fuck you. Everybody gonna try to fuck you. Oh, is that what you told me? That everybody trying to fuck you. Damn. See, my niggas try to fuck me just now. My airtime just now. Oh, you see that? Just, just, just how no, they love into you. It. Everybody gonna try to fuck mm-hmm. you. But it's important mm-hmm. that you don't let people fuck you. You know what I mean? In your life, you should be the only one doing the fucking. Okay. You I like to get fucking. fucked. You fucking though. everybody. All right. Nah, mm-hmm. nah, nah. You can't let nobody fuck you, TJ. Ever. You Why? always fucking. <laughs> I like it. And Mash just put himself in that boat. Like, yeah, I'm the guy to be doing the fucking. I'm. I, that's what you just nah, said. You, I learned that you got to be more selfish. I learned uh, that because. Okay. Uh, Hmm. Ain't ain't nobody looking out for you. You know what I mean. You you have to look out for yourself. Yo, that's and, facts. You know, that's you know good. I mean? no, you, that's true. You have to make yourself a priority. And I feel like when I was a kid, I was taught to always like share and like 
play nice. And when I have kids, I'm not going to teach them that shit. I'm going to teach them how yeah. to be like selfish. Like, nah, that's your shit. You let them play with that shit when you ready to. Like, you let them get it later because that prepares you to have to deal with people in the real world because everybody trying to fuck you, bro. So I want to handle my that's shit now. And then I'm going to do what I got. If, I, if I'm goal-oriented, if I have a, a, something I want to achieve, I make that the forefront and I make that the target and I approach that target no matter what. And anybody who's trying to stop me from doing that, nah, we got problems. You're not trying to stop me from, from what I'm trying to do. I'm going to teach that to my kid because 2020 told me that. Everybody trying to fuck you, bro. Yeah. Wow. Fuck you, bro. Wow. That, was, that was another one. Okay. Watch your back. Watch your back, bro. No. Watch your back and your front. I bought nunchucks for that shit. I be got my shit on deck, nigga. Be my you don't have no balance on it, bro. You're just going to be 100% selfish. Don't hit yourself, though. Don't hit yourself, though. Don't hit yourself in the head. Look, look, look. He's going to fuck himself. He's going to fuck himself <laughs> with the nunchucks. He's going to fuck himself. He's out here. You bought nunchucks, man? Let me find out. Um, so for me, what I learned this year is that health is wealth. This is the first time that I don't feel like myself. I don't know who I am with this, um, this illness. So I've been misdiagnosed for over a year and they're not sure what it is. They're saying it's uncontrolled asthma. I'm having asthma attacks when I laugh, when I sneeze, when I go outside, when I'm just in the weirdest ways. And it's really started to affect me. Um, and I'm learning more about just self-help and self just fixing my mindset and going all natural and going away from Western medicine. I'm a nurse. I felt like going to the doctor was the right mm-hmm. thing to do. And I've seen a total of five different specialists. I had surgery in February and now I don't even trust Western medicine anymore. I feel mm-hmm. like no doctor mm-hmm. can put you together as a whole, you know, mm-hmm. their ears, nose, That's and throat deep. doctor just wants to do this. And then the asthma specialist says, do this. And they all want to give you different diagnosis. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't trust none of y'all. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult for me mm-hmm. because I'm an ICU nurse and I've been taught, you know, like didactic right, training in right. school. I have a master's degree, mm-hmm. you know, Just, like say that word, that, say that word, say, sorry, say that word, didactic, didactic that word that's in classroom training. Yeah. Uh, on, you know, like pervert. health. And I just feel like the Western medicine has failed me. And I'm now feeling like similar to you, like, you know, well, I don't want to say like, don't be fucked, but it's, it's for me, nah, it's say trust it, say yourself. It, nah, feel good. Say it. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't want to be fucked by nobody. I got to trust myself. And then That's right. what's That's coming right. up for me is my spiritual advisor told me I'm going through a spiritual awakening. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Cause I, I need to figure this out. Leave me the hell alone. And what's coming up for me is that my healing is within myself. Mm. I feel like I've been depressed through this, you know, and I'm like, yo, I got to be present. Like I can um, relate to Flash. Like I get to be present with every day that I'm going through. Every day is different for me. Show up, you got to show up for yourself every day, every day. Nobody's going to mm-hmm. do it for you. Real shit. Facts. 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 I was in a relationship, yeah. moved in with the dude and everything and very quickly learned. I think he made a comment to me like, oh, I know you want to stay because of all of this. I'm like, what is all of this? Because I came from owning my <laughs> own shit. <laughs> you don't get <laughs> it fucked, fucked up. <laughs> and I got to trust myself. <laughs> like, it's okay. You can, you know, let go of anything that you thought was your future and be present in the moment. If it, this is not right, don't hold on to it. Move on. You have everything you need to get everything. You feel like he was trying to fuck you? Not at all. I think he tried to fuck himself. I mean, that comment definitely fucks him. I tell, mm. I tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, he, he fucked himself. Yeah. And it, it opened my eyes. 
it opened my eyes that this is not for you. You know, like somebody would make right. comments like that for you to you is yeah. not for you. Um, and I got to trust myself. I get to trust whatever God has for me. He's going to bring it to me. And what am I supposed to learn in this period where I am going through this? Like I, I there's been days I've been depressed. I call Mo literally two days ago. And mm-hmm. I said, every day is different for me. Mo, what's the, what's the poor name, Mo? <laughs> I forgot what's the poor name. I keep telling you, stop telling me. What is it? Putting niggas to sleep. But yeah, so just this week, you know, I have to learn to experience my experience. And this week I was going through it. I had a horrible asthma attack. She heard me coughing on the on the phone and I cried. And I experienced that experience and I'm okay. And I'm still doing I went hundred percent vegan. I'm doing the whole Dr. Sebi thing. And I'm learning so much about how we use food in our communities, how we use food as tradition, and how we can use health as nutrition and for our health. And, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm not going to dive in too deep, but that's what I learned about myself no, like this it. year. No, nah, that, like that was I definitely like complete. I fuck with that all the way. Thank you for that. Absolutely. Thank you guys. Thank you for Absolutely. everything you guys shared too. Um, so now let's go a little lighter. All right. How was your summer? Cause obviously in New York city, it was still kind of a COVID summer and, Mo and I was supposed to be going to, on multiple trips. All of that was put a kibosh yeah. on. So how was everyone's summer this year with all the changes? All right. So let me, let me just get my coin response out the way because my summer ain't changed that much. I've had summers where I didn't travel before. So this was technically a summer where I just didn't travel. Um, mm-hmm. The only downside is that my girl was actually away from me the entire duration. So I, I had a, I was on like a few occasions. So Aww, it was more Pookie. distant than so sweet. my usual summers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. So I'm gonna let y'all take the rest away. I, I'll, I'll jump in really quickly. Summer, summer was okay. It wasn't the best summer, but it was okay. We still we made you know, the did best little, of it. I think, right, Mo? Yeah, we had we had made the best of my summer. Like I was like, okay, you know, we're my in the AC pandemic, worked, but I was good. right, that's what I'm saying. Like we're in the pandemic, but you got to make the best of it. Like we still we went out to Brooklyn. We did a little um, stood out there. Like we did know, a picnic. Made, Remember, we, we did a picnic. Out. Yeah, we all went to. Yep, we went to the to the park. We did. We always did. We we chilled. Like it was it was still it wasn't the, the best summer, but it wasn't the worst. At least for me, I'll yeah, say I feel that. Like I probably did one yeah. thing. I don't even know if I did anything in particular of interest this summer, but I know I stayed in the crib in the crib entire duration. I don't know. It just wasn't eventful. So my summer was popping. All right. So I don't know about y'all. Y'all might have not went nowhere, but I was out here moving. I was busting moves. I mean, Spew guy was out here getting it in. When I tell you I was out here investing in this property out of town, I was in back and Man. forth between ATL and New York a lot. So the weather didn't really like fuck with me too crazy. Okay. Uh, COVID was a problem though in the airports. How so? You would think that they make you feel like questionnaires, right? And then like they track you to make sure that you've actually mm-hmm. got tested with COVID since you've been back and forth from like a highly populated place to a less populated place. So they've been hitting my jack. But anyway. Okay, good. That made me feel safe. Yeah, That's definitely yeah, not invasive yeah. at all. Yeah, go ahead. Now nah, they send you like like threats from like the sheriff. They're like, yo, the sheriff go swing by your crib. You better be in the crib quarantine. And like, they be trying to drop off on you. But um, so there was that. And then, um, you know, the sanctuary did its thing this year. I don't know if y'all followed the, the, the sanctuary on the yeah, Instagram. Yeah, little garden, 20. yeah. You know what right. I mean? We got a plot of land out here growing food. Oh yeah, sophisticatedly ratchet. I got my little bag. That's right. Yes. You didn't get a little bag. You got a big bag. Let's fix that. I didn't get no quick. vegetables, old mash, but that's okay. I, did. I, didn't get anything I from shared my watermelon. I got a baby watermelon. It was really sweet, mm-hmm. by the way, Mash. You did a great job. I'm glad you liked it. You're I'm such a good you farmer. It. Thank you, thank you. We had the sophisticatedly ratchet carrots on display. Um, yes, we, we did have a little few, you know. It's a real strain that we grew together. You know, that's for the carrots who love to be together, just like this crew right here. You know, yes, um, sophisticatedly so ratchet was in uh development due this summer my summer was popping i got to get familiar with my squad we were pre-recorded mad episodes mm-hmm. for y'all that we give to y'all on the tracks but y'all know yes. about that. we yeah, definitely yeah, did yeah. that over the summer 
Yes, we did. We did our launch party quarantine. over the summer that we prepared for. Yes. During the pandemic, we found a spot where we could have a, a, a live setting where we could entertain outdoors, a group of friends and family safely. outdoors to expose them to the spew and all of the awesomeness behind Sophisticatedly Rash. It was an amazing experience. It was my summer was lit. I don't know about y'all summer, but my summer was popping. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, my shit was dry as compared to that because I definitely spent all of my summer locked in the basement, typing on keyboards, doing a lot of studying. Um, it was a one small window basement. It was kind of real sad. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but you got, got a, a job now. Done. Got a job now. Got Congratulations, a check. Got a B. You know, mm-hmm. so I, you know, that's something to look forward to. Um, into the next year, based on the fact that I had to kind of sit back. You know. And just do all of this basement study life or whatnot. So yeah. this is the fruits of my labor that I can now, you know, get to eat off of. So um, I'm yes. my, my summer switching was, professions is not easy. No, nah, it's not. And I'm, so my summer was trash. But like I said, the the you know me taking a year off to like I said restructure myself was probably the most important thing for me. So the summer was trash, but like I'm setting myself up for like the next few summers. So that's where we're going with it. I feel that's you, King. Okay. I'm going to go and then we'll let the fuck boy go last because he looked like he's occupied. But yeah, for me, this summer was different. Like I had to protect myself because I knew that this asthma, I did not want to have COVID on top of it. I've already been a germaphobe. That's why my poor name is OCD that or, or OC that D with a little bit of P. OCD with a little bit of P. That was my poor name because I am OCD. That is your poor name is. It, 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 it is, I guess. It was, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, but I'm very clean. I literally had to take care of my dad and he was COVID positive and I did not get sick at all. That's to tell you that I'm no joke with this shit. I'm a professional germaphobe. And um, this summer I thought was pretty cool. Like if you lived in New York City, so everyone that's not from New York City, like New York City was popping. Like a lot of restaurants were able to thrive. Like shout out to my homeboys that started their, their, or that thrived. I'm not, because Omar didn't open his restaurant. It's called um, Omar's Kitchen. He didn't open his restaurant during the summer, but it definitely thrived. Like in New York City, you could pretty much just occupy the street and put chairs out and like build a whole whatever. And the vibe was just another level. And it was just super dope, like to enjoy that in the summertime. Like I love eating outside. I love um, just the vibes of it all and um, doing things very low key. Like for my birthday, my birthday's in June. Gemini's what's up. And um, I did something low key at a hotel in the city. It had a nice little balcony and me, I invited my top little crew and we just did something very local. So this it's summer. not little. I was there. It's not little. Oh, it's with not the little. Okay. Well, they it's were great and grand and uh, ginormous, whatever uh, synonyms with that. But yeah, so New York City definitely had a vibe this summer and we definitely know how to adapt and overcome. So I enjoyed my summer safely. Go ahead, fuck boy. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you're such an asshole, TJ. You're such an asshole. Anyhow, me, I had to find this summer right here. I had to find alternative things to do with my life because usually I'm out partying and having fun and going out like this. People think people call it childish. But as I said in a previous episode, fuck them. Um, this is how okay. I this is how I deal with my stress. <laughs> my right stance. I enjoy I enjoy myself. <laughs> this is my, this is my stance. Okay. But I had to find alternative things to do. This year was the first year I went hiking and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm be honest Ooh, with you. Okay, I, was, okay. I was excited. I was excited when people, yes. when people had a barbecue. I was excited. I'd be like, whoa, barbecue. Like I've never 
never been this, this excited before about a damn barbecue because my ass was inside so all the, like for months. So any chance to gather with people outside was a really good. I loved it. Like if somebody had asked me to go canoeing, I would have went canoeing this summer. I ain't gonna hold you because I want. I was open to all types of new experiences this summer, and That's I loved good. it. Um, I, I missed the usual. I miss partying and getting on boats and shit like that and getting drunk and having fun. I miss that. But I feel like it opened this summer, opened my eyes to all the other things that I'm missing out on and the things that I need to try and experience. So like that's that's how my summer was. It was I I really enjoyed myself. I even though, you know, we was um, we was still dealing with the whole pandemic and everything like that. Like I I really appreciated the the little things. Like, like just going over people's houses for like a party or something or just meeting up with my friends, you know, like this pandemic gave us the opportunity to enjoy those little things in life. Yeah. And be more intimate. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I'm so glad you feel great about hiking. I definitely went hiking earlier this year and it was not as uh, exciting as you. No, nah, not for me. Went, yo, no, it was not exhilarating. I went hiking earlier this year in the summer, and my, my, yo, my whole squad got lost. We got Were lost. Were you high? Because like, you're always high. Were you high? Nah, don't even blame the weed for this shit. Good, like, he was high. Look, he can't just say no. We got lost. make him so. high. This nigga starting a new job. Like you can't make him high. Right. Nah, it wasn't. It wasn't even nothing like that. It was more or less like we was um walking the the trail, and it was supposed to be like a three a three hour hike. And it ended up being an eleven-hour hike because we what? got lost. Some, some eleven oh, hours—that's scary. Yeah, for whatever reason, somebody somebody wasn't following the, the little nature trails and shit. All y'all motherfuckers, y'all was trusting everybody else. Y'all all got fucked. Y'all should have listened to Mash. Yo, How y'all get lost for eight hours, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, how far into your eleven-hour walk did y'all get before I, I realized? I ain't even going front. Like I think after like the fifth, sixth hour, I, th- I think somebody said we should call for help. Right. <laughs> <laughs> This how do you how do you go back? It's hard. It's hard. So we, and we no, like the sign structure. There was nothing that could like help God y'all back. Yeah, ain't, no, ain't no service on no trail. Ain't no AT and T towers out there. At what point did uh, y'all start eating people and shit? Like this shit. <laughs> I, I ain't even gonna hold you, bro. I was gonna wait for that shit to get dark before I started having those thoughts. Anyone know how to make that? Crazy. I don't. I don't know how to do none of this shit. Besides, oh, we, they, one of the niggas would have learned quick if it got cold. They would have learned quick. <laughs> niggas were like crackheads rubbing the fucking wood together. Everybody smoked, so everybody got lighter. Everybody got lighter, TJ. So we ain't got to worry about that. We everybody got lighter. Fire, we all got yeah, lighter. Just put it like that. I'm gonna survive. Right? And, um, what, made it, what made it so bad? I'm gonna keep it short. My dumbass wore the wrong type of shoes when it came to doing this this hiking excursion because I wore like um I wore like work boots boots mm-hmm. with steel toes in them. <laughs> Worst decision of my life. When I tell you, Was I try to play that shit. With your feet hurting? Fire, I know it was killing. Fire. fire. It was dumb. Fire. Like, fire, fire. Fire ain't even the term that I want to use for how my feet felt. Like That's I, a blister. Oh you had blisters? Nah, luckily I ain't had no blisters, but I, I I stayed off of my feet for like the next like two days because like... Wow. Damn. Damn. Manila, let me ask you a question. Mm. Let me ask wow. you a question. You didn't think you was going to be walking? Like, I think a hike when I think hike I think walking so I would wear walking shoes why the right, fuck so, would you right. wear working shoes nigga so when I, so when I thought of hikes still, still I to working shoes at that when I thought when I thought of hikes I thought about like okay we're gonna be on terrain it's gonna be like boots it's gonna be on mud right. you know, about like, and like yeah, that? I wanna be able to stop stomp on branches and shit like a, you know like a real hiking nigga shit you know and that shit was <laughs> that, that shit was terrible, man. Oh, was terrible. poor thing Flash like, and, you, and you know what's crazy sorry bro 
Everybody on the hike was sitting there looking at me like, yo, he wore boots. He's so smart. And I'm sitting here like, this shit is the dumbest idea I ever fucking had in my life. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hours. <laughs> you hear that? SpongeBob shit. Later. Seven hours later. <laughs> That's funny. Can you imagine just a group of motherfuckers walking around for that long? They blaming everybody not. for everything. You like, imagine that flash. Your flash. What was it like walking around with a group of people? Like, yo, they so irritable. Like, yo, you got us lost, motherfucker. No, you got us lost. Like, you ain't fucking make yo. Everybody catch it else. Somebody got down. Someone, someone else. Someone definitely held the hell. Was there a mutiny? Was, was there a mutiny? Was somebody nah. blamed for the, for, the, for the lost time? Niggas was lost for eight hours altogether? Nah, someone yeah. was definitely tight. Someone was definitely tight. Did anybody flame get extinguished? Nah, nah you just focus. Focus on that to get out. Start forming clicks. Did you did you yeah. form a partner? Yeah, did you get a yeah, buddy system? Yeah. It, it started with six people and ended with two person a squad. It was like every man for themselves kind of at the end of the day. Like, split up? Hell no. Nah. Like whoever can make it out. Nah, we gotta get together. Shit, we all dying or something. Alright, let's move on, guys. Yeah, let's move on. Who do you pair with? You pair with a chick or you pair with a dude? Come on, y'all. Let's keep moving. In case you get free. Y'all ain't shit. <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's keep it moving, guys. All right. So, it's the end of the year. You know, people do New Year's um, resolutions. We're not even going to talk about that. But I want to just ask you one thing, and this is exactly one thing. One thing, think hard, that you accomplished this year. One thing. And we all silent as fuck. We can't, we can't think of this. Uh, oh, you wanted us to answer what? Yes. Anybody jump in wherever. I, mean, I can let you know that right now, Sophisticatedly Ratchet is one thing I'm glad that I've been able to help um, accomplish and just bring slight to life. I feel like this is something I'm going to look back on and just be forever proud of. Like, shout out to us. Shout out to mm-hmm. us. I would say that's my, my biggest thing that I feel like I accomplished as well. Us getting this up and rolling and all the different ideas that we have that is just rolling out of this one idea and that we... It's live now. You know, it's no longer a thought. And the viewers are really getting to know, or the listeners are really getting to know our personalities with this specific episode, too. All right. Who else? Yeah, I would say, just a moment. I would say, um, yeah, mine is very quick. There's only one thing. And I would say it's also sophisticatedly ratchet because, Yay. Um, to me, that's a, that's a big thing. And to know that I was part of, you know, am part of this, it's, it's an accomplishment. So I'm proud of myself that I put myself out there in a sense. Oh, yeah. So. That's what's right. up. And with That's you saying that, thing. Mo, I remember when we did uh-huh. our launch party and you said, you know, sophisticatedly ratchet is me and it means something different to all yeah. of us. And it really does embody me. You know, like I, some there's days that I'm sophisticated. There's days that I'm ratchet. And that same day, there's parts of me that's sophisticated and ratchet. And I own every Absolutely. aspect of myself. I love who I am. I love that I can turn it on and turn it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I love that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sophisticated right. and ratchet. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say for me, um, you know, even though I had no part to do with the conceiving, like you know, I became my uncle this year, as, you know, as I was telling y'all, and that's like that was uh-huh. one of the biggest impacts for me uh-huh. because yes, I felt, flash. yeah, because because let me tell you, I love this little girl. This is number one. I love this little girl. I you do, I can, you do. I, I got, I got re journey inspired to yeah, that's my baby. But yeah, I got re inspired to understand like how to love something like with no restriction like yeah. i have no qualms with loving this child with protecting this child with without her even loving you back yes nothing i don't want nothing from you unconditional you gotta, right but so you got to understand like now so now like my world and my little circle of uh, unfiltered love got bigger you know with her Aww. like all, like off the rip and i feel like that's that's such a it was such a hard not, not a hard thing for me to see or nothing like that but um because it's so close to home and like my first like sibling child type of thing like, yeah, that that to me was like my biggest impact. Like, I love her. She looks me in my eyes and we have like conversations through 
this visual stuff. And, you know, she's so, she don't know how to do nothing. And she's what, three months now? She's like four months right now. Um, and she's y'all having visual conversations. Aww. So cute. I love that. Right. Yeah, Flash, like I think it's safe months. to I think it's safe to say that you're in love with her. Like you are in love with your yeah, niece. And I love nah, that. I love it. Yeah, I love it. You sweet bitch. And Flash, I just want to ask, like respectfully, it. no shade, nah, nothing like that. But I remember in our previous episode where we was talking about um, passion versus addiction, you were saying mm-hmm. how that little girl is addicted to love. So I just right. curious how you how you bounce off of that since you have a endless supply of love to give her. Just just right. well, well you see, I'm her supplier. I'm part of her supplier. So, like, we're not giving her a choice but to be addicted to all of this. You know what I'm saying? Between whoever. It's like, she's going to get this. I'm, I'm the supplier. And she, she don't have no choice but to rely on this energy and this love that I'm going to give to her on a, on, on what, a day-to-day basis. Like, that's I'm just what it is. I'm going to pray for that girl. Absolutely. For the rest yeah. of her life. For the rest of her life. It's dope to have a nice uncle. She got an uncle that's going to fight for her, that's going to kill for her, that's going to do whatever he got to do for her. Mm, like that. Nice. Are you going to be yeah. like Will Smith and Bad Boys too? the drunk uncle with the, at the, with the gun at the door? I feel you. Nah, that's a good question. <laughs> he comes to the door, like, uh... <laughs> You came here for Journey? Yeah. You got the yeah, gun? Right? Yeah. You got the gun toted? Conversion? All right. You, you want to stay one? You look dirty. Ludicrous motherfucker. Can you fight, Reggie? I want to know if the little nigga can fight because he can't take my niece out. The nigga can't fight. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that's Word. a good that's movie. What about... Go ahead. Wait, hold up. Yeah, I, caught, I had caught the vid earlier in the year and um, I... I want to say... At right after the coronavirus, I basically I started taking care of my health a lot more and I started like working out a lot more. Um, I created a schedule for myself. Washing your hands. Um, I was. No, I'm talking about as far <laughs> he as he was doing that before. Not digging in everybody's ass and licking your fingers. You I'm know, you washing your hands. Nasty healthy nigga. shit. It was, it was in my fingers. But listen, <laughs> right, you know, I, um, <laughs> nasty boy. Still, yeah, he's a nasty nigga. Everybody's coochie and everybody's ass, licking your fingers and shit. You got fucking the bed. That wasn't that wasn't what happened. That's yeah, not what the whatever. fuck happened. Okay. Whatever. Yeah, I, don't I, don't I don't know where we came from with the pussy in the ass. When, when did he do that? What episode was that? She, she put my fingers in the asses and my fingers in my mouth and shit. Okay. Okay, she, I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. I take it back. No, but I definitely took this summer to take care of my personal health. Yes. I have been doing a lot of working out at Forest. Like I was, I actually came up with a schedule of four times a week. And I was I, I was sticking with it, and throughout the entire summer, it was freaking. I felt like it was so good on my health. That's why when I went hiking, I felt amazing because I felt like I could do so much. I felt like I had superpowers. Like mm. me taking care of my health, I felt like I felt like I was so strong, you know. And the fact that I was able to come up with a schedule and do that right there, I, I feel like that was an accomplishment on my side. Nice. And you know, I lost ten. I lost. I lost like ten pounds. Good for you, bro. So, you know, is that what yeah, you wanted? It was, it was you wanted to lose weight for me for my personal health. Not really. I'm okay with the fact that I lost the weight, you know? Nice. Okay. And I'm more happy with myself because um my doctor did say I'm pre-diabetic. So oh. I need to be um I was proud of myself that the fact that I'm I've been doing all this exercise and I have been doing all these things to take care of myself and that I can continue with this um with this trend of yeah, me taking care of myself and diabetes is definitely lifestyle. It's a lifestyle change. So exercising absolutely. and diet is gonna change that. It can reverse it completely. And you could be healthy and get diabetes. You could you could be like a slim person like yourself. Yeah. You're not obese or anything, you know. Thanks. So no, nah, but what's crazy is that I told people about I had pre diabetes, and like twelve people jumped up like me too. I'm pre diabetes. I'm pre like yeah, oh, I didn't realize it's such know. a big thing. Yeah. Like so many people are pre diabetic. You know what I mean? Hey, shake. I I feel like people need to take I'm care of their personal too. health. Are you really? Every, like, just so saying many that. people like no, yeah. I'm no. Are you pre diabetic? Like mm-hmm. in. 
I don't, I'm, I'm still not sure what makes me pre-diabetic, but I know diabetes. I have known for a time now that diabetes runs in my family and wow. it's something that Mine I need too. to be aware of and that I need to take mm. care of. Yes, but it's not just hereditary, guys. And I talk to my brother. I talk to my brothers all the time and I tell them, you know, you guys need to work out. You know, you know that diabetes runs in our family. And I'm talking about both sides, my mother and my father's side. Mm-hmm. It runs on both sides. So I am at risk. And I know this. And that's why I talk to my family members about this. And this is why I work out so much because I like to eat shit and I'm not going to change. Just like I said in the food episode, I'm not going to change the shit I eat. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to change my workout habits. I want to take care of myself. I want to work out a little more. And maybe every once in a while I'll eat a little healthier meal. Like I'm eating salads a lot more often and things like that. It's it's all about balance, Definitely a balance. Everything in moderation. You can't do one without the other, bro. I downplay how hard I eat. No, you can't. You can't. And I'm not. My thing is, I'm not trying to lose weight, bro. I'm not trying to lose weight. I still like to eat my food. I like to eat shit. But... I want to maintain exactly. When you say eat shit, that don't mean you're taking care of your body. When I say eat shit, I'm talking about like I like I like to eat my oatmeal cookies and I like to eat my um I like to eat my my fried chicken. Oh, that's I like my fish. Right there. I like my fried fish. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you, you can still say eat, I love you can my still French eat fries. The food you like, okay? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's all about moderating and eating it in moderation. Like I would like if you're gonna have fried fried food, maybe have it once a week instead of like mm-hmm. if you were to eat it every single day. It's all about moderating. I may have to be mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I may have to be more conscious about that. Right, exactly. exactly. One thing I will say, Shaken, you know, being a person who has like, uh, you know, diabetic family members and having like a, a, a pops who has diabetes, like I, I watched my pop go from the same stage, of, you know, pre-diabetic and he didn't take care of it. And it started with just like him taking like one set of pills. And like to date, he's probably had to take like 15, you know, to 20 sets of pills or whatnot just to like maintain just what's regular. You know, so, I, you know, I definitely, mm-hmm. it touches home with me. And, I, you know, because, you know, you my God, one that, you know, like, take care of your shit, bro. 100%. Yeah, it's definitely Absolutely. a lifestyle nice. change. And you don't want to be on medication. You can totally do it with nutrition. Yeah. Um, that's me coming from, yeah. you know, going all natural and stuff like that. But, you know, stuff like that leads to kidney issues and amputations, circulation issues, you know, like it, it exists. All right, Mash, yeah. what, what did you accomplish this year? That one thing that you accomplished for 2020 as this year ends for you? One thing. Um... So as of today, I just completed the mission. I, I bought a house for my mom's and um, moved her in today. Like she just actually came home today. That's yeah. so beautiful. Nice. Yeah, nice. nice. Congrats. She got baby. a chance to actually walk into. Thank you. Thank you. Um, beautiful. That was one of the accomplishments that I did for today. And um, I feel like this move is pivotal for my family in terms of us having a foundation to grow on. Mm. Um, this mm-hmm. is our first. Well, this is my first piece of property, but it's going to be my last piece of property. Facts. And, you know, this mm-hmm. being a stepping stone. Is a really big one, and I'm really grateful of that goal for this year. Awesome, yeah. that's, that's a big step, Congratulations. Ash. Congratulations, thank you, again. thank you, definitely. All right, so two other questions that are really big. I don't even know how we're going to get into that and, and still be within our time frame. So let's maybe talk about maybe just one thing that you did specifically, or the one thing that specifically impacted you related to racial injustice. And I'll start for me, um, seeing Brianna Taylor and hearing her story. That felt like it could have been me. And I think for some reason, and I I hate to say this, but when I felt like the cops were only after our black men, I was like, okay, I felt a little safe, you know, even though I don't want it on my black men. Um, After Sandra Bland, I remember driving to Texas and I was nervous as fuck. Mm. I remember shaking behind the wheel driving in Texas Mm. and, you know, Mm -hmm. having telling myself if a cop came behind me, I was going to make sure that I go to the next, you know, public area. I'm not stopping anywhere where there. I saw them ruffle her around in the bushes, wherever she had stopped. And that affected me. So when Breonna Taylor happened, when that 
when she died and how senseless it was, I was just like, yo, this is me. I am her. She's my sister. She is, she is my cousin. She is my friend. It could have been me. And I've never been more scared in my own home. I just got the ring doorbell because I want to make sure that it's videotaped people that come to my fucking house and shit on my chair um, for our sophisticatedly ratchet podcast. I decided to like dedicate my my chair to her. So the, the front of my chair says TJ and on the back says, you know, did they arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor? Like we should not be forgetting any of these people's names. And Breonna Taylor brings it close to home for me. So that's one thing that's mm-hmm. like has really impacted me this year. And now I don't just see it as, oh, this guy or Sandra Bland. I see it as this could be my bro. This could be any one of us. And I want all of y'all to fight for me, just like we're fighting for Breonna Taylor. You know what I mean? And, and Floyd. Uh, Thanks. Floyd, what's his last name? George, George Floyd. Floyd. Sorry, yeah. George I was going to say Floyd Mayweather real quick. Uh, All right, George so, Floyd. My bad, but yes. Um, they are us, and we get to support each other and unite. And um, who's that? Who, who, who wants to go next? Y'all just go. I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in really next. Um, so, whew, rate, the rate, whew, the racial tension this year was very deep. Um, and I guess for me, you know, they say if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. So with that being said, like to do my first Juneteenth protest, mm. that was a big deal for me. And I was just so glad that I actually protested and went into the community. And, you know, it felt so good, you know, like to, to feel like I'm really standing up for the lives that were lost. Um, you know, we have Breonna Taylor, George Floyd, Ahmad, so much that was lost. And, and, and unfortunate death, like didn't even have to happen. Like for what? You know what I mean? And just a lot of the police injustice that we've been seeing. So to really protest about that and use my voice and use my feed and, you know, just be out there um, protesting definitely hit home for me. And I just felt good about that. So that's the one thing I would talk about. You know what I realized this year? I used to date this girl that used to talk like she was like really 100 percent like black power. Like she was like part of the woke community. And a lot of the shit she was saying used to be like you're doing too much like she would she would like i remember one time she was so passionate they're talking about yo they're killing us like dogs in the street and i and i'm be honest with you i was like yo it's not that bad like relax like it's it's not that bad but what one thing this year has taught me is it is that fucking bad she was right like i I called her and I apologized to her, but like, cause I was like, I thought back on a lot of the conversations that we had and I was like, oh my God, like, yo, I, I understand. Like I, I would, before I would be like, yo, she was doing too much. She was doing too much. But like, now I understand why she was where she was. And I'm not saying that I was far removed from racial injustice. I didn't know about racial injustice, but I felt like I was too comfortable. And mm. this year took me out of my comfort zone. And I feel like this is where a lot of us need to be. We need to be out of our comfort zone. And we need to understand that these things are happening in the street. And these things are happening to us. Right? It's yeah. not them. It's us that is happening Facts. to. And it's not Facts. only white people. It's everybody. It's everybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I feel like it's everybody against us. All right? We, against black people. Everybody has their biases against black people. So it's not, we're not the brown, black and brown. We're just the black. Okay, we're separated Facts. from everybody and we have to take pride in ourselves. We have to learn to love ourselves more because we have gone through uh, we have gone through hundreds and hundreds of years of people telling us not or showing us reasons why we should not love ourselves. And we need to find ways to love ourselves. And we also need to find ways to Absolutely. take pride in our culture. You know what I'm saying? Like and that, generational wealth, too. No, seriously, that's how this year has impacted. Me. Yeah. I feel you. So, yo, just to piggyback on what you're saying, Shake, I feel like this podcast is doing all those things you just said. We are using this platform to promote awareness mm-hmm. about 
black people about our experiences, about how we feel about social our injustice, voices, how yes. we feel mm-hmm. about mental health, how we feel about, you know, everything. You know what I mean? So we are doing that now, bro. So I definitely feel you 100% in terms of using our platform to be that voice. I really feel like that's what we've done throughout this year. And shout out to us. Facts. Out, just just off the shrimp of what Shake said, shout out to us, mm-hmm. yo. Facts. Yeah, man. Appreciate self plug. Love it. Yeah, that's dope. I ain't gonna lie though. I think um Armand Arbery, his death, when I saw that, um, in terms of how plainly it was like in broad day, I think that woke me up more than anything. And that was just kind of very early in the year. Definitely didn't have the you know, I think um what happened with Floyd afterwards that like it just compounded like the widespread reaction. But I feel like the way I saw him being murdered and just the way it was being handled, like the way the government didn't really respond to it, even though it was clearly a, a pressing issue or something like that. Um, and it didn't come out until like months me, later, right? Like it wasn't, it didn't hit the news until months later, some shit like that. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. And even still, like there, the government didn't really respond to it in a kind of national way, even though that everyone could kind of see it since they were kind of getting ready to be home or just available to watch it. Anyway, mm-hmm. that kind of impacted me a bit because I just saw how they kind of, it was kind of clear as day to how they kind of treat black death in 2020 um, and how they're going to continue to do it going forward. So that just reinforced how I feel about just being responsible for myself and all that. But yeah. Do you feel like it was swept under the rug? His, his loss of life? Yeah. In a long scheme of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's the question again? I'm sorry. How has racial injustice impacted you this year? Just one thing. Uh, and philosopher, think of yours too. Me. Cause you're next. If, unless you don't want to say, and that's uh, okay. Racial injustice affected me um, this year. This year was real different in terms of uh, what's the right what's the what's the right way to say it? the way white people feel about the black man's plight. You know, like I feel like there was a reach out to to us as if you know they were oblivious to everything that was happening to us before you know COVID and everything that happened this year. As if you know they weren't aware of the racial injustices that happened to us. I feel like this year I was approached more to give my perception about the black experience by white people. That happened this time, you know, that has never happened to me before. And not to say that that's a good or bad thing, but that's one of the things that I've noticed um, in terms of my experience when it comes to um, racial injustices. I think that's interesting. And the people who came to me came to me from a perspective. I genuinely want to know what your experiences have been. And I was able I was willing to share that with them. But what I also learned is I'm not willing to put forward the energy to help them if they're not willing to put forward that energy to inquire. Like, I'm not I'm not trying to educate nobody on my struggle no more. That shit is dead. That shit is so dead. In 2020, that shit is over dead. You know what I mean? I but, you know, we're we having a conversation. We can talk, but I'm not going to explain to you why the prison system is, you know, a system. Like, I'm not going to explain to you why it's unjust for my people to be criminalized for these drugs that you're making billions of dollars off now. You know, like, I don't, I don't have to explain that to you. I'm not going to put forward the energy to explain that to anybody because of this year. Like, y'all got it. You know what I mean? If you ain't get it by now, then you ain't never going to get it. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, done with that part. if you don't get Black Lives um, Matter versus All Lives Matter, like, I don't have time to, yeah, to explain like, that. Yeah, come on. We're not going to have that. Co- We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Not to mention, there's also like on the other side of that coin of what you're saying, like people are uh, like people sort of understand how valuable black people are. When I say about valuable is that when you see all the marketing nowadays, all like promotional materials like for the PS5 and Xbox, it's, it's, it's targeted using like on um, black people and, you know, kind of has music that kind of kind of sounds soulful. Well, I'm just trying to say that they're using us to kind of promote products because like we are where the money's at. Bro, like, we're the engine to everything, dog. Exactly. Like I'm, I'm seeing that a lot more. Yeah, we're the full culture. It's our music. It's our style. It's our, it's our, Absolutely. the way we dress. It's, it's just so we... obvious now like people are just trying to tap into that like organizations Yo, are, TikTok turned all the white people into Jabberwockies right you're right everybody, right. everybody doing their dance now they could dance mm-hmm. now before that it yeah. was hard to get a white person who knew how to do yeah. a two step I'm just saying watch I'm just saying watch see how, how it's not cool until everybody can do it you know what That's I mean true. when we do it it's different you know what I mean like right. 
It's crazy. We, we it's do crazy. it better. We do it first, but it's like we don't get no recognition for nah. it. But that, I feel like that's what's going. That's going to be the trend going forward. Unfortunately, if we don't keep our eyes open. Anyway, shall we move on to the closing remark or flash? You got yeah, something flash. to add, brother? Nah, nah my, no, my, my, shit, my shit's small. As far as like racial injustice, um, I definitely know. I definitely known it to be around forever. Um, as far as how it impacted me this year, I think it just kind of um, that one thing that happened this year for you though. What what's that one thing that like really spoke to you this year related to racial injustice? I don't know. I, I don't got one thing. I, I don't know. To me, the impact was just knowing that I'm on the right path to where one of my goals is to make sure that I give back to like, I guess like black and brown communities so that we can be put in a better position to have like economic status and negotiate the, you know, the laws that affect us. Facts. Generational so, wealth. I don't know. Yeah. So. Facts. Yeah. So, but as far as like one, one thing, it's like, I'm I'm so used to reading and seeing like things that kind of fuck my people up on a regular basis that I'm like the, I'm glad the conversations can be a little bit more open now. Like, I think that's one thing that we are missing. I feel like we need to have more open dialogue, more open conversations about like race, being understanding of like what the problem is in America and like, you know, just doing the actual things that are going to fix it as opposed to us just having to be a conversation piece. So, you know, other than that, though, like it's like a another year. All right. So, yeah, definitely more awareness is a good look. Go ahead. You, you were saying something, Buggy. Go ahead. No, I was just agreeing, like, more awareness is a good look for everybody, like, the fact that we're more aware to talk about shit. Facts. All right, mm-hmm. so we pretty right. much answered a lot of questions, and this year we had some monumental people die, like celebrities. Obviously, I'm sure we had some family members or close friends that died, and we just want to do, like, a moment of silence for them. But I do want to name some people that have passed, because um, a lot of them were just really kind of crazy. So, obviously, I'm going to just read through the list. Debo, but his real name, that's the guy from Friday, that's the... um the bully from Friday. I forgot. What was his real name? Who knows? R.I.P. The, the president of the Galactic Empire in the Fifth Element. Shout out to the big homie Debo. Debo. But what's his R. real R. name? Peter. Damn, I, I only have Debo here. Tiny Lister. His first name was really Tiny? It's silent. I guess. So. I guess. Oh, that's another <laughs> nickname for him too, homie. I guess. Okay. Nah. Well, let's. I'm going to just read through the quick little list. Um, Not little list. This list. It's um, so, so good. It's really Tom Lister. His name was Tommy. His Thank name you. is Tommy. His Thank name you, is Tommy Mo. Lister. Thank Just, you. Yeah. All right. So we know him as Debo. Um, Pop Smoke, a rapper that, you know, didn't even get to hear how big his mm. his records got in the city um, in this flesh. I'm sure he's around and experiencing it in his spiritual life. His soul lives on. Kobe Bryant and his daughter died in a helicopter crash. That was just... Mm. crazy very unexpected um and left you know so his random other, so tragic yeah his wife and his daughters and he definitely left mm-hmm. a legacy um mo3 who knows who mo3 is mo3 is a rapper okay what do you know anything about him no i'm not familiar with him all right what about king von rp though i just got this whole list yeah, i definitely heard about a little bit about him yeah king von i'm familiar with him he's a rapper as well he's well, a chicago to him too. chadwick boseman he was just coming up yeah. i'm sorry Mesh. Nah, that was, I was saying he's a drill rapper coming up from Chicago. A what, man? Rapper? That's who King Von was. A drill rapper. A drill rapper. What's that? You're not from 63rd? That's Chicago a style of rap. Oh, okay. It was brought up by Chief Keefe from Chicago. Shaw rap. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, but R.I.P. the homie. Definitely, yeah. yeah, you've heard it before. Just yeah, maybe I don't, I don't know of the... It's, the... it's okay. I, I'll put it, on, I'll put it on, you, on a playlist for nice. you. Nice. I'd love to hear it. I got you. Um, and then Chadwick Boseman, that hit us really hard. He had colon cancer, I think. And... Um, yeah, he's been fighting that for a while, yeah, too. Yeah, and to himself. Like, he, he didn't share it with anyone. No one really knew that he was going through what he was going through. Maybe except for his close family and friends, but definitely his fans didn't. Um, and we saw how he, would, he was losing weight, but I didn't suspect anything. But he was the face of Black Panther, and Black Panther 
Fire was an amazing movie that like really supported our community, our culture, our people. And big facts. Um, big facts. You know, his character, I heard that they're not even going to be creating that. another yeah. T'Challa because, you know, he really owned that. They should, though. They should, though. Yeah. So RIP to no, him too, everybody. Um, Naya Rivera, she died in a like a boating accident with her son. It was just her and her son, and he was like four years old. That was another really scary mm-hmm. one. She's an actress. Um, Alice Trebek, we knew that he had Alex yeah. Trebek. Yeah. Yeah, Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. yeah, we knew he had cancer. Yeah, Alex Trebek. We knew he had Jeopardy. cancer, but I thought he was fighting it, and he was doing well. He also has been on Battle with Nat for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. He, was, yeah he, was. he was. I don't know. He announced that he had cancer. That show had a long syndication. Okay, until the end of the That show had a long syndication. Yeah, my grandmother used to watch that. That and Wheel of Fortune. All right, so I have Natalie DeSalle Reed. Who is that? I don't know who she... Oh, yeah, she's from BAPS. Yes. She's from BAPS. I'm just reading the list, guys. She played in in Tyler Perry's movie as well. Yes. Um, She was so young. She's beautiful. I think she's so cute. She is beautiful. (laughs) Sean Connery died Mm -hmm. this year as well, guys. Bond. Sean Connery. Oh, James, James Bond. James Bond. Um, the, the, the Rock. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> mm. um, the Rock. Where? The Rock. Mm. I fucking love that movie. Hell yeah, The Rock was my <laughs> shit. I love that movie. That was my shit. Eddie Van Halen. Uh, I'm not sure who that is either, but RP to you. You're on our list. R. Ruth R. Bader Ginsburg. This woman, I actually right, had man. to read her biography, watch the movie about her, and I was just like, yo, she actually goes off of like the notorious R- RBG, and, and they mm-hmm. play Notorious, that Biggie Small song, when she comes out. Um, uh-huh. She died of, you know, she was fighting a long bout of cancer. Just her story is amazing. She's done a lot for equality, not just women equality, but just equality, period. She was one of the Supreme Court judges, and I would love for you guys to just do some research on her because she was monumental, and um, I was grateful for her impact in our in our lives and our world. She passed in 2020. Toots Hibbert. I don't know who that is, but anybody know who that is? R.I.P. I'm not sure. R.I.P. to Toots Hibbert. Mm-hmm. Yep. Frank Collada. R.I.P. All right. R.I.P. to him, too. I feel like we need to do a better job of this list to make sure we got better descriptions. For I know, but R.I.P. Because this is no just a list of people that died in 2020 <laughs> that are celebrities. It's just a list. Uh, Malik B. I'm yeah. not sure who that is either. Lil Marlo. Is that a rapper? Mash. You're like the rapper. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know who Lil Marlo is. Once you put Lil on the name, he got to be a rapper, huh? Yeah. Huey. <laughs> Josie Harris. FBG mm-hmm. Duck. Um, Yes. I, yeah, I heard about him. Um, no, nah, don't call me. I was thinking he connected with ASAP Rock or something, but I'm not too sure. Don't call me. All right. So just, and anyone, have, did mm-hmm. I miss anyone? Yo, Regis Philman died this yes. year. Um, we, I would be, um, Regis Philman died and we would be remiss if we did not, um, Regis Philman died and we would also be remiss if we didn't um, talk Pops. about Mr. Lewis, who was very, what about very, bang, 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 pop. From Friday. That was this year or last year? Was that 2000? Oh, sorry. Okay, my bad. That was last year, I think. Sorry. What? Bang, bang. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if a lot of people know, Kenny Rogers passed this year. The dude and Kenny Rogers. Yeah, he won. That's the- Roy Rogers. Rogers. No, he's Kenny a Rogers. He, um, he's, a he's a singer. He's a singer. He's a singer, but he also sung, I don't know if y'all remember this song that Patti LaBelle and him sang. Song. Everybody should know it. On my own. Yeah, I know that song. That's the song that he sang with Patti LaBelle. Yeah, everybody know that song. Kenny Rogers sang that song. Oh, thank you. R.I.P. to him. 
Yeah, that was a little, you know, last minute. <laughs> 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 that was so good, Shut bro. Shut up. <laughs> if, I was if I was prepared, I would have went, I would have went in. Yeah, I mean, she I threw it out there. It was a little smoother than expected. Like, okay. Um, also, 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 little Richie died, oh, which we did not wish right, him. Richard Shaw was 2020? Yes, he passed. Yes. Damn. He passed. How could we forget him? Um, also, like I said, um, Congress and civil rights leader John Lewis. Yes. 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 All right, we done. Oh. All right, so now I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> um, also, yeah. Jerry Stiller um, died too. Jerry Stiller, don't forget Ben Stiller's dad, my nigga. Oh, you know, yeah. I don't know if y'all, oh. y'all remember the nigga. He was, he was on what Queens. Was the, what was the Queens. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, no, you remember that shit? What's the shit called? Um, instead of Christmas, Festivus. He's <laughs> Festivus for the rest of us. Uh-huh. That's my guy. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was oh, good. I didn't know that. <laughs> okay. Well, a moment of silence for him as well. Um, they won't be missed. And um, I'm happy that we could just shout them out. Right. Um, now I'm going to turn it over to my boy, my co-host, my co-moderator, Sly Boogie. Yes, what you got for us, Boogie? Yes, ma'am. So as we're closing out this year, we sophisticatedly ratchet. want to thank everyone who has ever listened and supports us. We are aware of our hard work and accomplishments, but it's also important to recognize the help we receive from time to time. So we're saying that to say that we gather listeners from across the globe and we thank you all from Canada, Austria, UK, Haiti, Jamaica, Trinidad and Tobago, French Guiana to Lithuania, South America, Mexico. And we got listeners in Lithuania? Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we lit. You know, we lit on here. Big facts. <laughs> Your mama, I made it. And of course, we want to send a big shout out to our people in our hometown, New York, who are listening every week. We appreciate y'all. Love y'all. And with that said, is there anybody I want to personally shout out? Anyone that's personally, you know, give us feedback that Yo, y'all want to, you know, put on blast right sh- now? I want to shout out this listener. She's always listening. Her name is Shaniqua. And her um, Instagram is Nikwa underscore Everblessed. She's always listening to our podcast. And I wanted to give, I wanted to give a shout out to her because she listens to all of our episodes. Shout out to you, Nikwa. Thank you, Thank you, Nikwa. Nikwa. Yeah, I want to I wanna shout out my New York crew. Hey, but I definitely want to shout out two people who I know listens religiously. Well, a couple of, well, I'll mention three because I know that they gave me feedback. One is Cleon. Shout out to my boy, Cleon. I love you, bro. Mm. Shout out to my boo, my sister, Aretha, aka Diane. And I want to shout out Isha too, because all three of y'all, you know, y'all really be hitting me up and giving me feedback on the episodes. So I just want to give y'all a quick shout out. Thank you to everyone that listens. We love you. I want to add on to that because Cleon is an avid podcast listener. So to know that he's listening to our podcast, yes. I'm like, yo, we made it mm. because he really listens to podcasts. And I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that he's listening and giving us feedback. I'll go next. So um, I have a lot of people. Obviously, we met a crew in oh, Dubai yeah. and they French. live in French, yeah. uh, Guyana. And did I say that right? I hope I said it right. But mm-hmm. they're listening yes. to us. My family in Jamaica, Trinidad, listening to us, Canada, Trinidad. Yes, um, Canada, my sister yes. listens to us religiously. She's at work and she has it playing in her ear while she's at work. And she will text mm-hmm. me straight up, like, "Yo, this nigga did this to me based on whatever our topic was. If our topic was about yes. breakups or whatever, she's like, "Yeah, this happened to me. This and this happened to me then." And you know, it's like a whole talking point. My cousin from Canada, Kwame, he like supports us. He comes up with yes. like. Different Kwame. topics that he wants us to to play. Okay. Um, definitely my New York crew, my 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 family. I actually had my mother listen to an episode, or she 
listened to a few episodes. <laughs> Which episode? And she was like, I Which like episode? it. <laughs> she listened to all of our first four. <laughs> I know. And I was ratchet with she it. You know what I'm saying? And she listened while she was at work. So she was just like listening to all of them. And I just, instead of being embarrassed, because I obviously share a little too much on this podcast, obviously, because I'm amongst friends. Yeah, really. But my mom was just like, she took it really, really well. She was like, you guys did a really good job. Because at first she was mm. like, oh, you should send it out to the entire family so we can get your listener number up. And I'm like, uh, I don't know if it's for everybody, ma, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, and so I did send her our police, um, our officer misconduct episode. And then she listened to all the other ones prior to that. Mm. So she heard how her daughter's ratchet, but she knows me. She created me. So she heard it. And I was like, yo, thank mm-hmm. you for your support. Subscribe, yo. follow us, comment. Yo, you know what I mean? Like, let mom know there's levels to your shit. There's levels to your shit. Okay. Yeah, you're not just the ratchet. You're sophisticated in ratchet. She okay? knows. She created me. <laughs> my auntie G. My auntie G. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's my she auntie is subscribed. G. She right. is commenting and she is liking. Okay. I, I told her to follow, that. subscribe, like, and share. Shit. I love all of them. I definitely <laughs> want to shout out everyone who came to our launch party. I feel like that was um, like great energy in terms of helping us like establish ourselves before we actually, you know, released like worldwide the actual launch party that we had. Yes. So that is that that's mm-hmm. something I think about um in terms of like who I want to shout out. And I also want to shout out my girlfriend. I feel like she's been a great Aww. source of Aww. like energy. You know, like someone I could kind of feedback from, you know, when yes. I'm going through my ups and downs. She's just someone I've been able to just talk to and kind of go through it. So I'm very grateful for her. Yeah. Um and she's obviously been very supportive and helpful with the podcast. And, like even for me behind the scenes in terms of, like input and shit. But yeah. Oh yeah, I wanted to shout out one more person. No, just do it. I just wanted to shout out Mark who came through. He came through all the way. Thanks, boo. Oh, yes. Shout out to you, Mark. Mark. Shout out to Mark. Who's Mark? Yeah, you really made the the launch party lit. People was chomping on that chicken like nobody's business. Oh, the chef, the chef, the chef. Yes, the chef came through. We got to drop his line. He also bought the drink as well. Shout out to him. Shout out to Mark. Oh, that that rum punch punch was lit. That's what I remember. Y'all saw my hair? My hair got sweated the fuck out. We had a great launch party. I also want to shout out... I want to shout out this girl named Yana. Okay. I, I'm always bouncing shit off of her. I ain't going to hold you. Like right before I get on the podcast, I bounce shit off of her because I'm able to like, it, she, she's, she helps me focus on what I want to talk about during this podcast. So she's a real help and I'm going to shout her out. Yana, do better. Yana, do better. You got to work harder, Yana. You got to work harder with it, baby. Yana, you doing what you can. And I know you're putting in four hours, but I need you to clock in a little bit earlier for me, baby. Clock in a little bit earlier for me, baby. Fuck you. I'm amazing. I'm amazing. I'm fucking hilarious. Fuck y'all. I'm just saying. It's so life. I want to give a shout out to I want to give a shout out to everybody who came out to the launch party. You know, everybody who was able to come out and make it to the to the launch party in a pandemic. You know what I mean? That's a special shout out to y'all. And it was supposed to be a whole storm. Remember that? The weather was supposed to be crazy. Mm -hmm. The weather was against us. God was on our side. I want to give a shout out. I want to give a shout out to to my man, uh, my man Ish. What's the shot? 420? Room room 420? Room room, room 420. Room 420 for for allowing us to use their space and uh, have the moment shared there with our friends and family. I want to give a shout out to the DJ. Yo, the DJ name? Y'all remember the DJ name? DJ Royal. DJ Royal, he yes, shot DJ, DJ Royal. Royal. Yes. Yes. He is an honorary member. My guy is my guy. He's an honorary member of Sophisticated Ratchet. I want to give a shout out to my homegirl Flory. My homegirl Flory held it down, clutch game yes. time. Yes, and Bianca, uh, and Bianca, and Bianca. That's Monique's uh, uh, sister. I appreciate they really you held us down when Thanks. our our uh, coordinator canceled yes, on us. Flory right. and B. 
Florian Bianca, a.k.a. Ash. Nothing was Ash missed. Nothing was missed. Everything happened the way it was supposed to. The support we got was monumental. Oh, yeah, they came through in a clutch. I forgot about that. I want to give a shout Anybody out. Anybody that didn't come was yeah. not supposed to be there. That room was filled with love. I got more, though. I want to give a shout out to my man. Sorry. Uh, my man, A. Russell. My man, Russell Hard every day. My man, Alex Russell. My man, he's a designer. He's got a line called Every Day. Uh, he's the gentleman who helped us make our sophisticated ratchet clothing for our merch. Uh, Word. Yes. Alex, we love you, bro. Merch. Appreciate all your help, man. Appreciate Word. you making the shirt for I us. Love off the that's a good dude. That's a good dude. He made, he made the gift for us. You know, I really love that dude. I want to shout out to him. Word. I want to give man. a shout out to my man, C Roy. C Roy giving me input and feedput every fucking episode. I want to give a shout out to the six, all the six listeners. Shout out to Queen of the North. Shout out to Ital. I appreciate y'all. Shout out to Ujin. Shout out to Gecko. Shout out to Siri Sister. You know what I mean? Everybody out here who's showing love to the podcast. Anybody who's ever given constructive feedback. Shout out to my pops. Facts. He listened to the episode. He's real judgy. But he, he What did he, he say? He got some thoughts about you. He has some thoughts about <laughs> you. About me? Yeah. Yeah. Uh oh. What he said. What he said. I want to know real quick, real quick. He said, he said you're a free thinker. He said you're a free thinker. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. But yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to uh, shout out to everybody who's showing love and give feedback. And um okay. I just love y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you for listening to us and thank you for uh, taking the time to receive us because we put a lot together to present ourselves to y'all and you know we appreciate any feedback y'all give us so we can improve um, this is like Facts. a time stamp for us in our lives in your lives if we're going to be you know big, I mean? bigger and better next year too it's Facts. just the so going to move forward Facts. and keep progressively getting better and stronger if we could do this during the pandemic imagine what we're going to do in the next following years to come you know what I mean we are just Facts. it's full of black magic like it's crazy. It's ridiculous. Yes. We're going to keep pushing forward. We're just warming up right now. We're going to really get, get busy soon enough. Right. That's big facts. So I want, I want to share this bar because this bar been on my mind for like the past fucking three weeks and I can't get it out of my head. It's by this guy. Six you got. He says, drip, keep, drip us. He said, keep looking if you're looking for average. I'm living proof. I'm human covered in magic. He said, God equipped me with wings, but he didn't give me a, no God. So when shit hit the fan, I just gave it to God. I thought that was the hardest bar in 2020. That shit is so mm-hmm. fire. Yo. Yes. And I feel like we we embody that as a I'm group. I'm snapping. I love y'all. Hey. This Kaylee Ratchet. 2020. Who's I love y'all too. Six Black. Six yes. Black. Well, his Shout name is Six, six black. black. His name is Black, but it's spelled with six on the front. His name is Black. Instead of a B. Shout out to him then. Let's get it. Yeah, and that really, oh, and that is it. That is the end of our episode. And we would like to thank everyone again for listening in. Gang. 2020 has been an up and down year, as goes without saying. And uh, we yo, are shout, yo, shout, out to, we shout out to us, man. Fuck that. Shout out to us, too. Shit. For, yes. for doing also. Shout out to IT. Shout out to IT, out to IT, IT. For, for, for fucking putting together 20. Well, how many we put the pressure we got? on Shout out to IT. Thank you for you, bro. Yes. I mean, I helped out a little bit, you bitch ass motherfuckers. God damn. Number one, bullshit. Bullshit. I did about I did about 30 to 40 of these motherfuckers instead. Oh, shout out to you. Yes, you did. That didn't make out. We put it on that shirt. Shout out to Flash. Thank you, Flash. We love you, Flash. We love you. We do love you. We appreciate you. So, so good. Yo, shout out to Boogie for making the audio for the podcast. Shout out to you, bro. Thank you, bro. Thank you for our audio production. Thank you, bro. We're going to bring that bitch like a motherfucker next year, though. We definitely need some new tracks. But yeah, definitely. We all play a role in this group. We all play a very important role. Don't forget, don't forget, Mo and TJ taking care of the social media. They've been doing amazing on Instagram. Let's get there. Yeah, so I gotta jump back on now. Okay. Let's, not, let's not talk about Twitter. Okay, let's not talk about Twitter. Shut up, We're gonna get Twitter on the popping. We can't shout you out for shit that you don't do. You know? <laughs> We're gonna get it together. We're gonna get it together. But yeah, all the personalities. I'm claiming that for 2021. We're gonna get that together. Shout out to Mash for writing our episode descriptions and contributing. Yes, Mash. Appreciate you, bro. Drip, 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 drip. 
Sprinkle, sprinkle. Right. And even with Shake bringing up Shake, bring, bring up, Shake, bring, Shake bringing up freaking, he's out counted, but he also brought up brainstorming, which yes, has helped us. He pushed for it. Go ahead, Shake. Everything come out. Go ahead, Everything Shay. come out. He's the legal <laughs> person. Yeah, we, uh, before we even came out, we made sure that we um, trademarked our name. We decided that this was going to be a business. It's going to be bigger than what we already have. And we thank Lifestyle. you, Shake, for, mm-hmm. for leading that, um, getting the, the legal shit out of the way, you know? Yes, out of the way. Thank Thanks. you, Shakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely. All right, guys. Nice. Nice. Thank you guys. Yeah, take care. Like, follow, and subscribe. Be safe, y'all. Yeah, happy 2021. This is the right. recap. This is the end of the year. Make it a good one. The right. SR recap 2020. It's a wrap. Thanks for tuning in to the Sophisticatedly Ratchet podcast. Let us know your thoughts on the episode. Do you agree? Disagree? Tell us how you really feel. Email us at therealsrpodcast at gmail.com. We release new episodes every Wednesday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Please be sure to subscribe and follow us on IG, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to the srpodcast.com to link to all our social media platforms. Don't forget to like and share our episode with your fellow sophisticatedly ratchet friends. See you next Wednesday. <laughs>